Well, good afternoon. I hope you're doing well as you tune in to the Carney E. Free Church Daily Workday Devotional. My name's Adrian, and I'm one of the pastors here at Carney E. Free Church, and it's great to be with you today. If you um, started to watch this a couple minutes ago, I apologize. This is a second take as we had a little bit of technical difficulty this morning. Uh, you know, our church vision statement is every person matters. And in an event to move toward that vision statement during this difficult time where we're all in this stay at home uh, COVID-19 uh, season of life together, we just want to connect with you the best way we can. And one of those ways is this Facebook Live Workday Devotional, where if you would like, you are welcome to let us know how we can pray for you. And this is a public forum, so you can let us know any prayer requests uh, that you might have. And if you have any more specific prayer requests that you'd like to share with our church leadership, we'd be sure to pray over those, and our prayer partners will as well today. And that address is prayer at carneyefree.com. But again, you're welcome to put your prayer requests on this feed, and we'll pray for them today as well. Uh, what we try to do each day is just spend 20 minutes or so together in which uh, one of the pastors or ministry directors here at Carney Free gives a brief devotional followed by a few church and community updates here for the Kearney area. And then finally, we pray together for a couple minutes before signing off. So I hope this is beneficial for you as today's devotional, I'll be doing I'll be doing today's devotional, and it's on redeeming the time. Redeeming the time. You know, it was several weeks ago that I think we were probably all talking about, maybe two months ago, rather, we were all talking about uh, the fact that we are too busy. We are living at a hurried and harried pace, and we feel like we are too busy. That's what we were saying a couple months ago. And that has changed, hasn't it? When we were too busy, we recognized, and we were spending a fair bit of time talking about this early in 2020 at Carney E. Free Church, we recognized that some of the consequences of being too busy and too hurried were these. We didn't have time for our most important relationships, uh, specifically our relationship with God, but then second, also relationships with people that we were living with, people right around us, people in our our families. And we recognize as well that when you're too busy, you're not really able to reflect upon real issues that you're dealing with. This third consequence. You're too busy, you're not able to reflect upon real issues that we're working with. And without time to reflect, we're not really able to, to grow. Not able to genuinely be present with people when we're too busy and not able to reflect and grow in a specific area. Well, that's not the issue anymore, is it? Not at all. Like, not for me. I have more time right now in the evenings with my family than I've had in a long, long time. And more time for reflection. Even more time via Facebook or Zoom or FaceTime or phone call to connect with friends that I haven't connected with for a long time. And uh, that's a gift. Uh, one of my favorite and um, I would say provocative Bible verses comes from Ephesians chapter 5, and it speaks to this practical issue of how we would use our time. 
I think it's super valuable for us right now to take uh, a little bit of time to pause and say, if we're going to be in this for the next three or maybe four weeks or maybe longer with some release of restrictions, hopefully, but we're going to be in this stay-at-home place for at least another few weeks, what does it look like to redeem the time, the extra time that we now have to make it useful for the next season of our lives when we're out of this time. So listen with me to Ephesians 5, verses 16 and 17. It says, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Okay, because the days are evil, we can waste all the time that we are given. That's what he's saying. The old King James Version of the Bible puts it this way, very memorable fashion. It said, see then that you walk circumspectly. That means walk carefully. We don't use those words too much anymore. But see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil. How do we redeem the time that we are living in right now? Then finally, here's one more translation. This comes from the message paraphrase of the Bible by Eugene Peterson. And by the way, what Eugene Peterson did when he uh, built the message up, when he wrote the message, was he took the original Greek and Hebrew manuscripts, just as any good Bible translator does, and he just paraphrased them into our modern language. So it's not a strict translation, but it does come from the original Greek and Hebrew manuscripts, then paraphrased for our contemporary times. He uh, puts Ephesians 5, 16 and 17 this way. Watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance that you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Oh, I love that. Make the most of every chance you get. I just wonder, amidst all the negativity, amidst all the bad news all around us right now, have you taken any time to consider the way this next month, this last month, and this next month could actually be a gift to you in certain ways relative to this very practical verse that tells us to make the most of every chance we get, to redeem the time. A couple months ago, uh, before uh, I ever heard of this word COVID-19, my wife and I realized what a, a hurried pace we were living at. And so we did a little exercise where we drew out our plates, the plate that describes all of our commitments. And we wrote down all of our commitments on this, this page that described the plate. You, you've, you've heard the terminology, my plate is too full. And we saw that for us it was true. Between different social commitments and work commitments and church commitments and neighborhood uh, ministry opportunities, volunteer opportunities, family that lives in Several different states, in our case, my family mostly in Colorado, Susie's mostly in Oregon. Between all of these, like our plate just felt overflowing. 
And so we made this these maps and we just said, well, what is it that we really want to do as we're building our lives in Christ? As we're serving our neighbors, as we're strengthening our family, what are the things that we really want to be doing that we believe the Lord would be calling us to do? And it was amazing to me how overcommitted I was. And what was missing as a result of being overcommitted, at least in my life, I, I won't speak for my wife online, but in my life, I was overcommitted to the point that I was missing out on any deep friendships and I was missing out on really deep connection with my wife. Two huge consequences to being overcommitted because we are fueled by deep friendships and we need to always strengthen our relationship with our spouse and our kids. That's like at the center of God's will for our lives. And I just saw that that those were really missing from my life as I did that map of my plate, how I was using my time. So the gift that we have found in slowing down over this past month and really a continuous goal for us in this next month is uh, to continue to maximize this, to make the most of this opportunity, to make the most of the chance that we're getting right now to redeem the time and to think about how we're going to use our time in the future when we get back to normal, whatever normal looks like in these coming months. And, you know, just like writing down a few of the gifts that we've seen have been creative cooking together as a family. A great, great family time and building projects with my boys that I wouldn't normally get to do, and uh, teaching the kids some, some new skills. And Susie's been doing many different art projects well with the kids that have been really, really cool to see. And family devotions every evening where it's like, we're not just rushing through to get to the next thing in order to get to bed and to start the rat race all over again the next day. Anyone else been living that way in the previous months? Well, now we don't have to do that. And so now is this chance that we are given to reorient the ways that we are prioritizing the things that are most important to us on our schedules. And so we're seeing that like every night we have time to actually read the Bible. And we're doing a chronological Bible reading plan. And um, that's available online at carneyefree.com. If you just click on latest messages, from the latest messages link, you'll see another link for the chronological Bible reading plan. It's been great for us to read that as a family, spend a half an hour in the evening, just ask the kids, what are you learning from these passages? And then pray about it together and, and pray for needs that, that we know of in our community and maybe sing a song or two and just have a slowed down time together of growing with God and growing with each other. And then finally, you know, maybe the greatest benefit, if I can be vulnerable for a moment, for me, has been the work that we have been able to do on our marriage. Like, I don't know about you, but if you're married, it takes work, doesn't it? And for us to have this additional downtime to strengthen our marriage has been an extraordinary gift that has enabled us to grow closer together over these past weeks to learn each other, to understand each other. It's been revelatory in certain ways and been so good for our marriage. Now, now the challenge is going to be how do we maintain that priority when we 
get into the new normal, whatever that might look like in the next several weeks. So my question for you is this, how can the remaining time under our stay-at-home orders be redeemed? How are you going to redeem it? How are you going to make the most of every chance we get, as the scripture says, in this moment? This is an awesome, perhaps, once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to do a schedule reset and to build that up from here. Uh, This is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance not to be lost. I beg of you, my friends, not to be lost on Facebook, on Netflix, on video games. Uh, We all need leisure. Okay, I I know that too. Sometimes people think that pastors don't get that. I I do get that. We all need leisure. I need it too. And we all get it different ways. And that's really okay. But we don't need as much leisure as we think. What we need is recreating activities recreational, recreating activities that recreate us, that stimulate us again emotionally and mentally and spiritually. So I wonder if you would consider, as we look at this next month and you think about, how do I make the most of this and change some things in my schedule for this month to come? Would you consider making two goals? One, how would you limit certain things in your life that are maybe leisure, but they're not all that helpful toward the calling that God has given you. And then number two, what would you expand? And how can you begin to do those now? Think of what you would limit. Maybe you choose right now in this next month to limit your television time to one hour a day or less. Uh, We are far from perfect in our home with this. We sometimes miss the mark on this. Sometimes it goes over. But our limit is 35 minutes a day for our kids and and really for Susie and me as well. 35 minutes a day is is what we limit. I don't know what it it is for you. Um, But but you choose to limit it uh, because you don't want to lose this time and you want to build from this for the future. Maybe you, you limit it to an hour. Maybe you limit your social media time to 30 minutes a day. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's really refreshing for you, and so it needs to be a little bit more than that for you. That's just fine. I'm not making any judgment on that. But what do you need to limit in order to redeem this time? And then also, what do you need to expand in order to redeem this time on your schedule? And maybe you'd make a goal that over this next month, you would memorize a full chapter from the Bible. You take a chapter that you absolutely love, like Psalm 27 or Psalm 23 or John 15 or John 10, or uh, Ephesians 2, or Romans 8, and you say, I'm going to memorize a chapter from the Bible and ask God to plant that into my heart, both for these days, these difficult days that we're living in, but also for the years to come. Maybe you would choose to start family devotions in the evening, that either individually or as a family, you take that Bible reading plan that I just mentioned, and you, you, you start with April 17th. And you, you read a chapter or two every evening, you reflect on those well with your kids. I promise you at the beginning it'll be difficult, but then within a week or two they'll begin to like it. And you can interact around those questions. Uh, maybe it's time to, to make a goal to teach one of your kids a new skill. 
you say, we're going to learn it together, or I have this skill that I've wanted to teach my kids, and now I'm going to do it. I'm going to take the time, an hour a day, to do that. Or um, maybe it's a desire to develop a new cooking skill for you, something creative like that, or a new art skill. Great. Um, all those would be fantastic ways to redeem this time that we have. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we were really looking forward to uh, going to Handel's Messiah, which is uh, shown here in Kearney every year at the Merriman with the wonderful uh, Kearney Symphony, Kearney Area Symphony, and been to that a couple different times. My wife absolutely loves it. She's much more musical than I am. I enjoy it. She can appreciate it more because of her musical background, but we, we both enjoy it, and it's a tradition that she loves. And of course, as we got closer to Easter, that was canceled. And uh, that was a disappointment, though, that it was canceled, uh, especially for Susie. But she, she took the time to uh, sit down and ask Alexa in our house to play uh, Handel's Messiah. And she just sat and she listened to the whole thing, which is about the passion of Christ going into Good Friday and then the beauty of Christ at Easter. And she sat and she listened to the entire thing as she anticipated Holy Week. And then she, uh, she learned something about Handel and his writing of the Messiah that I had no idea. Maybe you know this already, but, but Handel chose back in the year 1741 to self-quarantine himself for 24 days in order to focus his attention on something that he really believed God was leading him to which was writing the Messiah. And he limited his food for 24 days. He fasted a fair bit, but he completely limited his social interactions just to focus on God and then on his writing of one of the most beautiful orchestral pieces that has ever been written. He had this burden laid on his heart from God. And so he fasted and quarantined to focus on fulfilling this God-given burden of putting the timeless message of Easter hope into musical form. Here's a principle. The key to expansion is elimination. If you want to expand your influence, eliminate distractions. The key to expansion is actually elimination. And that's what he did. He understood that he needed to eliminate in order to expand what he was able to do. And then he wrote Handel's Messiah in 24 days, one of the most beautiful, inspiring, worshipful orchestra pieces ever written. And it has touched hundreds and hundreds of millions of people over the past three centuries. And it happened during 24 days in quarantine. So what are you going to do? Um, what is your plan? Maybe you would even write that in your chat right now, or maybe you take some time to reflect later on today. Let's just uh, repeat this wonderful verse, Ephesians 5, 16 and 17. See that you walk circumspectly, wisely, carefully, not as fools, but as wise. Redeem in the time because the days are evil. Making the most of every chance that we get. 
how would we live thoughtfully during this time? And perhaps God would turn it into an extraordinary gift for you and yours. I pray that would be the case. Well, thanks for joining me for that devotional. Uh, I'm going to shift gears just a little bit right now and share a number of uh, quick updates, things that are going on in our church and in our community that you might want to know about. We do this each day, and uh, a number of upcoming uh, items that I'd like to share with you are these. On Saturday evening at 6.30 at carneyefree.com, eFree Kids Ministry will be doing their weekly kids-oriented worship service, great time of learning for kids and families. Tune in at carneyefree.com at 6.30 p.m. They also have a Facebook page if you'd like to tune into that. We'll have Sunday services at 9.15 and 11. Uh, you can chat on those services live, connect with other people who are watching live, both in Kearney and uh, Nebraska and really all over America. Some people across the world uh, that tune into those. Love for you to check out one of those at 9.15 or 11 as we'll be continuing our series, Dangerous Prayers for These Disturbing Times. I'm very excited about the message that Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday. If you happen to miss one of those at 9.15 or 11, you can go on uh, our webpage, carneyefree.com, and tune in anytime all day. That's one of the advantages of this time. Monday evening at 6 p.m., Carrie Carpenter will be leading our women's ministry Bible study. Great, great time. Many women who were part of that study back in January, February, uh, continue to be a part of that every week. And then many new women have joined in on a weekly basis on Monday nights at 6 p.m. as well. Hey, if you're in need right now of visitation, um, of of help with uh, basic grocery shopping, maybe your immune system's compromised, please let us know if you're a part of Carney E Free Church. We'd love to help uh, you. We have a groups of people who are helping to shop. We have groups of folks who are calling and checking in with those who are really isolated in our community. And we'd love to know if you're in that spot please um, give us a call at the church, 237-5968. That's area code 308-237-5968 if you need someone to check in with you during these days. Also, a couple of uh, community updates to know about right now. Uh, we are privileged to share about good things that are happening in our community, not just what our church is doing. We don't have an us versus them mentality with our community. We believe in partnering together, especially during these times. And Buffalo, Buffalo County Community Partners uh, just has a wonderful website with all kinds of great resources there for parents, for mental health, for volunteering with homebound folks, uh, for helping get you food if you have food needs right now. You can go to their website, which is bcchp.org, bcchp.org slash COVID-19 all kinds of great resources for our community there. There's also a Spanish translation, Spanish version that is available there, and it's an excellent resource as well. Um, we, uh, we have so much going on. I won't overwhelm you with more right now, but uh, that's a, a good resource to know about. And then, of course, for your spiritual health, each of those different live streams that I mentioned um, coming this weekend and early next week at carneyefree.com. At this time, we would love to know, again, if you have any prayer needs at all. Um, if you have a general prayer need or a specific prayer need, you could type that into the chat right now. Uh, if it's specific enough that you really would like it to be more confidential and you'd like a pastor or one of our prayer team members to be in touch with you on that, you can send it to prayer at carneyefree.com. And any prayer requests uh, that are sent right now, I promise, will be prayed for by me 
and by other pastors and ministry staff at this church. That's our privilege and our delight to do that um, at this time and, and, and any time uh, for that matter. Uh, but if you uh, send your prayer request to prayer at carneyefree.com, please include your name and your phone number, and we'll be sure to connect back with you on those. Let's take a moment to pray today as we wrap up that we would, number one, uh, redeem the time that we have. Okay, all kinds of focus on what we're most disappointed about this time, and there's many for all of us. I really feel that too. But there are potential blessings in this. And so we're asking for God's help to redeem this time. And then number two, I wonder if you would pray with me today for the first responders in our community, in Grand Island, which has been hard hit recently. Uh, let's just pray for our first responders, uh, police officers, um, fire uh, and ambulance workers, all of those first responders that are doing incredible work and putting themselves in harm's way in many cases to serve our community. Let's ask that God would keep them safe, uh, strengthen them, and slow the spread of this, uh, this virus. Would you please join me in prayer, and we'll wrap up for today. Oh, Father, I thank you for each and every person who tuned in to uh, this devotional today. Uh, for those who might be watching later on, I see a number of names on my screen, and I thank you for each and every one of them. Would you bless them? Would you bless their families? Would you watch over them? Would you protect them today and in this weekend? Uh, thank you for their faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for their deep desire for you, their desire to enter into your scripture, even for a few minutes this afternoon. Lord, we do ask that you would help us. We confess our great need for your help as we seek to redeem the time that you have given us. We all get lazy from time to time. We all have this temptation to lose the opportunities that are in front of us. And so we're asking, God, that you would help us to receive this really provocative verse written by the Apostle Paul in Ephesians 5, that we would walk as wise people making the most of every opportunity including this one in front of us, that we would make the most of every chance that we get to redeem this time in front of us. Pray, God, that you would perhaps change us, that you would make us more spiritually aware of you during this time, that you would help us to be more spiritually tuned into you, that we would have a deeper knowledge of your Bible, and that we would enjoy the scriptures, maybe just small passage by small passage. We would have greater moments of intimacy with God, during these coming weeks and ask God that you would help us to redeem this time with family and friends, those that we love, that we care about, uh, that we maximize it and uh, use it to advance those relationships, even though they feel quite differently right now. We take a moment as well, Lord, uh, to, to just ask for your protection on all of our first responders. Thank you for the EMT workers. Thank you for um, the firemen and firewomen, thank you for the policemen and police women. Strengthen each and every one. Protect them and their families as they care for our communities. We ask God if any of them are sick, that you would personally care for them and bring healing power and sustaining power to them and their families as they serve, as they do essential duties. We pray, God, that you would provide for them, you would give your arms of protection over their lives and their families. We love you, Lord. We, we thank you for your grace to us. We thank you that you care about our growth even now. 
and we commit ourselves to you to growing in these days to come. Through Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you again for joining us. It's a joy to be with you today. Thanks for making the time. Uh, we'll be back on Monday at 12 o'clock uh, noon till about 1230. We do this each weekday. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Have a great weekend. Hope to see you at church on Sunday morning. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next Monday in this venue as well. Goodbye.